This is Our People of Mother Earth on KWSO. The First Nations Student Union at Central Oregon Community College has a new college prep coordinator. Geneva Mayall has taken over that position and talks about how she came to COCC. I am a Native woman. I'm enrolled with the Citizen Potawatomi Nation, um, which are reservations in Oklahoma, but we're from the Great Lakes. Um, and I grew up in Bend in Central Oregon, went to Summit High School. And yeah, I think like my Native identity has always been something that's been, I've kind of put it like on the back burner in high school. And so going to college was like a really good experience for me to kind of reconnect with my culture. Um, and so when I came back to Bend because my family's there, um, I ended up working in education, doing like environmental education. And I heard about this position. <laughs> I had a coworker whose sister was in this position. And I kind of like kept that in the back of my mind. I was like, ooh, that, that sounds like something that I want to do. That seems important. Um, and so when it became open a few months ago, I kind of jumped on the opportunity. And yeah, it's, I just feel really strongly about it because, you know, I had, you know, my own individual experience being Native in Central Oregon and going to high school and going to college. And I just want other Native students to um, be able to feel comfortable and feel empowered to go to school um, and give back to their communities. And it's awesome that, like, you know, I have this position now and this is kind of how I'm giving back to the community. Yeah, for sure. So STRIVE stands for Summer Training to Revive Indigenous Vision and Empowerment. But it is our summer program. We call it a summer symposium. And basically, prospective students for college, so high school Native students, um, come and stay on our campus, on the Bend COCC campus. And they get to stay in the residence hall um, for four days. And... Um, it's really just an opportunity for them to experience what college could feel like. Um, so we get to go to different classrooms, different buildings, take different workshops just to kind of see what kind of classes are out there. Um, but my big goal with this program was to kind of combine like, here's what you can learn in college um, and here's what you can get with your education. Um, and then combine that with bringing in Native community members um, to also lead workshops um, to kind of show you like, okay, you can have this education and then here's how you can bring that back to your community. Um, so Dustin Saylor is a great example. He's going to come and talk about like entrepreneurship on the reservation, especially with the new commissary building project that's going up. I think that'll be a really cool opportunity to kind of talk about that. So that's my goal. I think that, you know, there's a lot of like pressure on like going to college and I think that's really important. Um, but really the main goal that I want out of this program is just for Native students to be in community because I think that's so important and can be incredibly healing. Every student, every Native person I met actually is like on their own path and own journey with their identity and you know I've met people older than me that are you know just rediscovering their culture um, which I think is really cool and you know like I'm kind of on that path too so it you know it's never too late is what I want people to like know and learn to learn more about your culture and to celebrate it uh, so that's really at the end of the day like even if you don't want to go to college yet, even if you don't want to go to COCC, maybe you're going somewhere else. Um, I just want to bring Native students together to be in that community. 
and then Strive is the like summer companion, if you will. You get a college credit, which is kind of cool. They're both free. And even if you don't go to COCC, I think you can still transfer that credit to another school um, as an elective credit. Um, If you do choose to go to COCC, you get a scholarship for taking the program, which is pretty cool. You can get a laptop also. So many fun incentives. For sure. So it's four days. The students will come. It's June 21st through the 24th. Um, so it's a Tuesday through Friday. So they'll come on Tuesday. We'll kind of check them into the residence hall. And <laughs> we're kind of just like diving right in. It's a very packed four days. Um, also throughout the days between like their workshops, um, we have this uh, project that they'll work on for those four days. So that on the fourth day, Friday, we have a big dinner where families and community members are invited um, and the students will present their final projects that they've been working on. The theme for the project this year is storytelling. I just feel like that's like a theme that's been popping up a lot this year for me and so students will get an opportunity to kind of think about how storytelling has shaped their lives and how they can kind of use that um, to be passed on and kind of work on their own storytelling skills, because I think that is really important, especially in our cultures. Um, So I'm really excited about that project. I think that'll turn out really cool and potentially very powerful. And then, yeah, so throughout the day, like schedule wise, you know, we'll be taking these workshops. We have a workshop based on like health careers. So they'll get to see our super awesome health career center, which has like these really cool simulators. So there's like this room you can go in that looks like the back of an ambulance and it has all these like flashing lights and it's really cool (laughs) and let's see they'll get to work with our English professor she um, specifically teaches this really awesome course about storytelling so I think that'll be a really nice compliment to their final projects Um, we're gonna go on a fun field trip we're gonna go I think to Tumalo State Park I haven't quite decided yet Um, just to you know be outside connect with the land Um, And an ecologist, an ecology professor, will be coming with us, um, and she'll kind of teach us about some of the stuff that's going on out there. Got the business professor and Dustin coming. We have Sonia Little Deer coming. She's going to teach this awesome cross-cultural communication workshop. I've heard it's really cool, so I'm excited for that. Lots of fun stuff. I'm going to be teaching some beading. We'll do some, it'll just be like in downtime. If anyone wants to come do some beading, I'll be doing that. Um, that's kind of what I usually do in my downtime, so that'll be fun. But yeah, lots of different things. And then, you know, just like time to just hang out and connect with each other. I wanted to make sure that we like so we're throwing so much at them, but it's also important just to like connect with each other. So I hopefully give them enough time to do that as well. (laughs) I know that last year they were able to do it all virtually, which, you know, I think with the pandemic and everything being virtual, it's definitely, it has its silver linings. Some good things came out of it. I think that when they had their um, virtual version of Strive, um, it did allow for like more flexibility. You know, I recognize that um, in high school you might have a job. And so the virtual option did allow for students to like, it was recorded so they could go back if they were at work, they could go back and like listen to what they missed um, from the workshops. Um, So I think that was like a good thing that came out of it. A negative I would say would just be, you know, they don't get that time to be one-on-one and connect with each other. Um, As well as staying in the residence halls, I think that's pretty cool um, and like a pretty unique experience. So um, I'm excited that we can do that this year. 
But yeah, I think just in general, the pandemic made it really hard for anyone to really connect with people um, and maybe like, you know, be less engaged. I think that's a kind of a downside as well. But the flexibility was nice. And I think they did for their final project last year, it was based on First Foods. And I heard it was cool because they could do it from their kitchens, like just like bring their laptop in there and like show them making a meal. Um, So that was pretty cool. Um, And I really, I thought about doing First Foods this year and working with our culinary school, but we just didn't have enough time, but maybe next year. With the Zoom classes becoming less common, Geneva Mail talks about some of the aspects from distance learning. Of like, you know, you can try it and you can always go back. And that's like, you know, that could be an example. Like sometimes virtual school works better with schedules. Sometimes it doesn't. I think that, you know, with the pandemic, like, it opened a lot of doors and like our eyes to like the possibilities and it can make things more flexible and like hopefully we can keep running with that and so like if you did want to take like a class it'd be like pre-recorded so like once you're done with work and when you have free time you can go and do it It doesn't have to be like I have to be on the zoom call right now Um, because I recognize that it is hard to juggle that. Yeah, it's like it's really new. Um, like it just came out, but it's awesome. Like it, you have to apply for your like financial aid and fill out your FAFSA still. Um, but it'll essentially like any other fees, like tuition, books, laptops, even um, transportation. This helps you pay for that. So hopefully, like it'll basically be free by the end of that. And there's like a list of colleges that are a part of it, and it's a pretty big list. Like. COCC is on there, but also like University of Oregon is on there, Oregon State. So there's a lot of schools that are participating in it. Super awesome program. Yeah, so it was made to um, provide students to offset the cost of attendance for attending eligible Oregon colleges and universities. And you can be a new student or a continuing student. So that Oregon Tribal Student Grant. It's pretty cool. I have like many different versions of applications. So I'll leave some paper applications and I've given some to um, Warm Springs Community Action Team. I think the OHSU, I'll leave some with you guys. Also, you can find like the online version if you go to the COCC website um, and then you go to this tab that says services and then you go to the tab that says diversity inclusion and then Native American College Prep. Um, But under that, it says Strive. I bet you could also Google COCC Strive and it would pop up easier. But yeah, from there, there's some like frequently asked questions, but then there's also a tab that'll take you to like an online application where you can just fill it out there and then I get an email, but you could also print it. And I have a flyer where you can scan like a QR code so you can just fill it out on your phone too. Sometimes that's easier. Um, If you need transportation, Dustin Saylor has offered to drive students to Bend. Um, We will arrange that for students that need um, transportation. That was Geneva Mayall, the new college prep coordinator for the First Nations Student Union at COCC. I'm Neil Morningall reporting for the Our People and Mother Earth program on 91.9 FM KWSO.